Oh, hey, uh, I'm Tony. And I'm Rob. And this is Flicks Worth Watching. Where we watch flicks. And let you know <gasps> if they're worth watching. Hey, there we go. I'm kind of ready. Yeah. So, t- today is not Halloween. <laughs> but me and Rob decided, uh, and I'm regretting it right now, when we just started, to wear our Halloween costumes. Yes. And I forgot how hot mine was. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. I am the lead singer of a band. If you don't know the band, then, uh, man, poor you. And I am... A man that needs no introduction. Yes. He's Jared Leto. (laughs) (laughs) The best Joker there ever... No? No. You don't think Jared Leto was the best Joker? I do not. No No. one does. No. All right. This week, we watched Blue Beetle. Uh, The synopsis is... This is... Hold on. Is this long? An alien scare chooses Jaime Reyes to be a symbolic host bestowing the recent college graduate with a suit of armor that's capable of extraordinary powers, forever changing his destiny as he becomes a superhero known as the Blue Beetle. It's very hard to see this mask, Robert. <laughs> well, you have no choice. You have no choice. I don't. because you, you I pay- spent an hour putting makeup on. I know. So you have to wear the damn that's, mask. That's the only reason I'm doing it. Yeah. So <laughs> immediately regretting it, Blue Beetle is starting Yolo or Zolo Morundera. I don't even say his name. He okay. was in a Karate Kid. Okay. Or, Diaz, no, right? No, it's not Karate Kid. It is um, called Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Jaime Reyes, he plays. Bruna. Marquin, Mar, Mar, Marquezine plays a Jenny Cord. Let me get that harp ready. That harp. Yeah, Jenny Cord. Mm-hmm. Becky G uh, is the voice. Oh, Becky G, the singer. Kaji, uh, which is the scarab. Uh, Damien Alcazar plays Alberto Reyes, which I believe is the father. George Lopez plays Rudy Reyes, which is the uncle. Adriana Barça plays Nana Reyes. Oh, she was a die when she get down a little hard. She was a die when she was young. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Belisa Escobedo plays Milagro Reyes, which they call her Mila. El Perida Carillo plays Rococo Rocio Reyes. Okay, okay. God, so easier names not for me. Susan Sarandon plays Victoria Court. <laughs> uh, Harvey Guillen plays Doctor Sanchez, my favorite character in the movie. He's the other scientist. No, yeah, Guillermo. From what we do in the shadows. Ah, That's him. Guillermo. Raul Max Trujillo plays uh, Carapaz, Carap- Carapax. And then Jorge Jimenez. Gonzalez Morales. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Medero Mastastos. This is my, this is my, this is my shit. The Red Dragon. Is that Johnson? The SS Mino Johnson. That's funny. Red Dragon. Red Dragon? I got the wrong shit. We all look all the, oh, they, all the young yacht. They all look alike. I wonder why my key didn't work. <laughs> directed by Angel Manuel Soto. Uh, he has directed a Blubito, a TV show called Muendo, Menudo. He's director of Inside Trump's America and The Farm, which got a 7.0. Yeah. And then written by one person. Oh, interesting. Gareth Dunet Alacoser. And he has wrote and written basically it, really, as far as known things. Not a Spanish screenplay, it looks like. Spanish director, Spanish writer, mm-hmm. Spanish cast, largely. Look at that. Hey. All right. This is the point of the podcast where I bring out a bajo and I can't see. Let me get up. This is from High Bank. I'm talking too far from the microphone, so I'll stop. All right. Ooh, it's, got, it's got a pistol cap on it. That means it's good. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, all right. I got to be. This cannot be seen on video. It's not out yet. Oh. So, yeah, this is unreleased. It okay. comes coming out in November. Uh, it is a barrel select that was a barrel pick. All right. Pop it for the people. Let's get a good pop here. 
So with these uh, high bank cork pistol caps, they're real cork, so I like to t- twist a little bit, mm. slightly, instead of just pulling because they can they can break. They can rip. We get a nose in here. Oh, oh my goodness! It smells heavenly, incredibly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going in already. Oh, yes. Oh, so good. That's good. I like it. <laughs> Harvey Dent. I like it. It's the point of the podcast where we spoil the fuck this shit. The Damn! this motherfucking movie, Robert. So, if you're worried about spoilers for the Blue Beetle, and put the podcast on pause and check the show notes description where you'll see a time code you can jump to to hear whether or not we think this movie is worth watching. Or you can head on over to our YouTube channel, search Blue Beetle Review, and watch it there. A quick little video, spoiler free, to find out whether or not you want to watch it. And then come back, because we're going to go through the entire movie from beginning to end credits. From beginning to end. Opening scene. We're in some weird, desolate wasteland. Uh, Nevada. No, guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's some... Nebraska. Yeah, some outlandish place. There's like a helicopter flying around, and then uh, we see a guy sitting in a tent looking creepy as shit. And just, I don't know why, but mm-hmm. he is. And then a woman gets out of the helicopter all dressed in right. Uh, it's Susan Sarandon playing Victoria. But yeah, she's playing Victoria. She comes out and they're looking for the scarab. There's this fucking huge concrete I mean, sphere. Uh, like hundreds of feet. Like it's huge. Yeah. Massive. And they why? Cry. Yeah. Why is it a sphere? I don't know. Okay. It's alien. Yes. But like no one else notices alien s- sphere thing. I don't know. The government. It was somewhere snowy. Was this DC? So there's no locations. <laughs> it's just right. Made up it's shit. all made up. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I think, one of the issues. Anyway, they yeah they end up cracking over this large fucking rock and they get a they get the scarab right. We get a, like a weird little CG thing of the scarab flying around with like infinity stones. Yes, and it's weird because the scarab's supposed to be in the stone, but it's we're like we flashed back to show like how it got here. Yeah. I kind of feel like we should have fucking seen that first. No. Right. Like do that whole thing. And it crashes into Earth. Yep. And then a time lapse happens. The shit grows over top of it. Debris and shit. Right. And then and now we're digging it Present up. day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, you know, what do I know? Oh, uh, yeah. Now we're in Palomera City. Because it also doesn't look like a real city. Like, it looks like a stylized yeah. fake. It's got some flair. Like, got some Latin flair to yeah, it. There's yeah. lots of neon signs. Mm-hmm. But when you're just making something up, like, it just looked fake. Like, mm-hmm. it didn't look like a real city. No. It didn't look big enough for the kind of big, tall buildings it was. Yeah. I don't know. It was just, it's its one of the issues. They're having to do so much fakery for the backgrounds mm-hmm. that it just, and it just didn't look that great, yeah. in my opinion. But we meet Jaime. He's getting off an airplane at the airport. That's where you get off planes at. Uh, and he's uh, has a graduation cap, puts it on. He's going down the escalator, and he's asking a guy, he's like, how do I look? And the guy replies, you look like, a, <laughs> like you're six figures in debt. <laughs> <laughs> it's just hilarious. Welcome to graduating college, everybody. Right. <laughs> so he uh, sees his family out there. They're trying to surprise him. His uncle Rudy shows up in this crazy ass truck to pick him up, and we find out like Rudy's like a conspiracy theorist. And uh, Uncle Rudy is played by uh, George, George Lopez, George Lopez. And- which is cool to see George in. Oh yeah, something. I mean, well. I, it's not like I've been following his career, but I haven't seen him in a movie besides this show. Yeah, in a long time. Yeah, so it's possible he's done some like Spanish speaking films mm-hmm. that w- didn't make it over here, or didn't have a theatrical release True. over here. So that's possible. It's cool to see him. I wasn't sure whether the truck was racist or not. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm, I'm assuming since it's an all Latin cast, Latin director. I mean, I, yeah, yeah. That that 
it's intended to be that way and not not like overtly racist, but just to represent part of their culture. Yeah, yeah. But it felt racist to me. Why like it feel if I did to you. I don't know. It was just so on the nose. It was this big pickup truck with like a spoiler on the back and like uh, modified in kind of way. If that's like, how they fucking do it. They I, do I, it. I know, but it was I don't know. Like a it, black character grows up in a Cadillac and like, that's racist, right? Yeah, it just felt too on the nose, I guess. I don't know. I wasn't crazy about it, but mm-hmm. I sort of got to like it over time, I guess. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't sure how to feel about it. So as soon as it pulled up. Yeah. Is, is everybody cool with this? Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. This is how we're bringing them in? Right. right. Yeah. His family, then they kind of go have dinner somewhere, celebrate his return, and they're telling him, like, hey, by the way, we're losing the house. We're losing the house. <laughs> the auto shop is gone, and your dad had a heart attack. Yeah. And they're like, Jesus, welcome home. Yeah, you didn't, you guys didn't. Tell me any of this. Like, I could have helped. I could have come home or whatever. It's like, no, you're the first person in the family to go to college. And his sister's like, also the last. <laughs> it's like, she raises her hand. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, the family's broke. So we get a shot of their home life. And it's, you know, I don't say a typical Mexican home, but we get the heritage of the home. Yes. As when they pan through it. Mm-hmm. I'm obviously not Mexican. I have no idea what a typical Mexican home is, but they're making it seem like it's a typical Mexican home, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, a sister on the roof talking. About stuff and coming back, what they're gonna do. It was, it was kind of a cool little, cool little shot. I thought. Yeah, it was just overlit, way too bright for them to be at because it's nighttime. Jaime's in this talking to his sister, and he's like, "Hey, we're not gonna be poor forever. We're gonna own a mansion. We're gonna do this. You know, we'll be fine. I'm we're gonna, gonna make it." So we kind of cut, and we cut. We got a drone flying across the ocean, pull up this big house, and Jaime's standing out there looking out the ocean like he owns this big ass crib now. Yeah, and they're playing like this Mexican version of "Blame It on the Boogie." Okay. And they're like, you know, something on that thing, thing. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know what the fuck they're saying, but I mean, I know what they're saying, but I don't know how to say it. And uh, I thought I was like, that's pretty hilarious. Like, I wonder where they fucking found this song from. It's a beautiful ass house. Uh, it's the house Jaime described. Turns out they're actually cleaning the house. Yeah, they're just cleaners. Yeah. So, oh, oh, well. So it turns out this is um, Victoria's house. And you she's know, the lady from the beginning of the movie yeah. that was digging up the scarab. The established villain. I wasn't crazy about this they just so happen to be cleaning the villain's house yeah i guess how they meet i'm also not a fan of that susan sarandon why is she white i don't know we established the city as like a really a hispanic town i would have loved her to be a hispanic powerhouse right woman. like everybody else in the movie is hispanic i don't know yeah. like why just throw in one yeah i wondered if they wanted all the hispanic characters to be the heroes Stupid. and dumb. for the villain to be a white a rich, person a rich white lady no, yeah no, i no. think that's what they wanted that's dumb I agree with you. It was dumb to me because they just hit it on like white is evil, mm-hmm. right? She gets out of the helicopter. She's the only one wearing all white, white boots, white pants, white jacket, right? White, white lady. White lady, right? <laughs> yes. Comes in the house. House is all white, 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 white. She gets off the fucking thing. Everything's white. Yeah. You know, she's evil. Mm-hmm. Like, all right. We're kind of beating this to the death now. Yeah. Especially <laughs> yeah. because like her main bodyguard guy, he's he's yeah. a Latino guy too. And her niece is Brazilian. It's yeah. just like, why are we? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Jennifer, Jennifer is there. Her niece is there. And Jennifer's upset. Uh, she turns on this commercial and they're making this thing called the OMAC, which basically is like this. A little replica of the scarab, but not as high tech as the scarab is. It connects to the person's spinal column, goes into the brain, makes them superhuman. Yeah. So another Big armored suit. Yeah. So basically, they're showing like a, from a military state. Mm-hmm. You could be protected. <laughs> like, geez. The project was supposed to be shut down because Victoria wanted to shut it down, but it has not been. Turns out Jennifer's on the board and her father disappeared without a trace, which is, they never really touch on that later. No, they but, don't. But her father's gone. Jennifer is on the board and they're trying to stop the company from making weapons. But Victoria was like, fuck you. There's money in the weapons, which is, again, another 
I mean, that was the Tony Stark thing, you know? I mean, that's yeah. the thing he struggled with, right? In the beginning of the Iron Man story, mm-hmm. he is a weapons company. And then when he finds out the weapons are being used for things not he didn't intend, that's when he kind of shifts some of it. But they're still always a weapons company, though. Yeah, but this the the, the dialogue here, I, I'm not a fan of how they establish backgrounds yes. through dialogue sometimes. It yes. Just, like, this, a lot of the dial, the background stuff in this movie felt force. Yeah. Yeah. Well, your father had disappeared and so-and-so and so-and-so. I, I, I love my dad. You made it a weapons company. It was supposed to be this company. I'm like, gee, no one would talk like this. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no one had this conversation like this, uh-huh. man. Just like, find a better way to hit this up. I get it. Like, it's a quick way to do it, man. But like, when you're, they did a lot yes. of the background that way. Like, at one time, I'm like, all right, this is getting a little ridiculous. Jennifer's like making... Uh, Victoria upset and like Carapax is about to like fucking grab her. Mm-hmm. Jennifer and J- Jaime's out there and he's like, "Stop it!" And then Victoria's like, "Well, you're fired now." And well, <laughs> because his sister comes out of the bathroom, yeah, and she's like, "Woo! Yeah. Don't go in there! What a massive shit! I just... oh no!" <laughs> Hello, bathroom girl. You and the hero here. You are and fired. the hero are fired. They go outside and Jennifer. Gives uh, Jaime her number. You know, she's like, well, listen, I'm sorry you got fired. Come by the office. I'll get you another job. I'll get you another job. And Jaime's like, all right, cool. I'll definitely text you. So now we're back home. Uh, Jaime is IG stalking (laughs) Jennifer. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. uh, he texts her back and says, hey, I would love to take you up with that offer and get a job from you, right? So Jaime goes outside, has a bit of a heart-to-heart with his dad. Because he kind of feels like he filled the family. And his dad's like, no, no, mijo. Family's forever, man. Family. Family. Things don't last, but family lasts forever. Mm -hmm. So... All right, he's going to get his new job now. Jaime and the whole family drops him off. <laughs> I, I like this scene here yeah. where they, he, it's, it's just a solo shot of Jaime walking up to the Korg Towers, this giant, massive fucking tower. And he's got a suit on, and he's like, all right, here we go, ready to go. And then all of a sudden you hear in the background his family yelling. <laughs> and he turns around, and they're all there with the truck, and they, they embarrass him. And then Grandma calls him back, Nana, and she's like, I must bless you. <laughs> And uh, Rudy's like like an asshole. George Lopez for me is pretty funny in this movie. He's pretty good. Uh, his crazy little mullet and his hair. Yeah, his little I mean, beard, yeah, mustache, yeah. goatee thing yeah, got it going cool. on. It was cool. So yeah, now we're at uh, Core Industries, what it's called? Core, right? That's the last Cord? Name. Cord? Cord Industries. Cord. Yes, K-O-R-D. Yeah. Cord. Cord Industries. So the front desk lady thinks Jaime is a delivery boy. Yeah. And she keeps pronouncing his name Jamie like I'm doing. Yeah. But again, it looks like Jamie when you read it. So, mm-hmm. But once he, once he said Jaime... She's like, well, Jamie. I'm like, come on, bitch. Like, come it's on, fucked up. bitch. But, you know, and again, they're establishing again, white person, evil. Evil, yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So just beat that beat that to death. Uh, meanwhile, Jennifer's upstairs, and she swipes some uh, guy's badge, which is Dr. Sanchez. Yeah, yeah, Dr. Sanchez's badge, and she goes to the research lab that he's in, uh, and she finds a scarab, and it looks like they're just sucking the energy out of the machine. Okay, so this lady's been searching for the scarab for a long time. Mm-hmm. They they have this giant massive operation to unearth this thing. It's going to unlock the powers of who knows what at this point. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But it is the apple of her eye. They're preparing for some sort of event or centered around this beetle. And it's just in a room guarded by fucking nobody. Well, the way they play it, like, there's just no worries in the world, right? She, yeah. She, no one else knows about this thing but them. Right. Some for how, mm-hmm. and so it's just why. Why you have to have the guard? It you you would have a guard or two, right? If we fast forward a little bit, if we picture what Vicky knows, which is this thing is going to allow me to dominate the world, mm-hmm. to potentially take over the world, 
or at least a sector of it. You wouldn't want anybody fucking with it. You would have guards in the room, out of the room, like surveillance cameras, all that shit on Mm. it. You'd have some sort of alarm that if it gets disconnected from whatever it's doing, that it would send a notification somewhere, right? Right, Like you would have some sort of safeguards to Mm. it, but no. No, Jennifer just takes it and puts it. She takes it, 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 puts it in a a box and leaves the room. A food box. Yeah. But it looks like those little, um, like the Tim Hortons box that you get with the mm-hmm. Tim bits in it. It's basically that. Yeah. She leaves the guy's, uh, Dr. Sanchez, the car, the car she swiped, comes back in, finds the scarab missing, and calls for a lockdown. The lockdown! 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 And they take a while to do that. They take a little bit of time. <laughs> Not an immediate lockdown. Jaime sees her, and he like starts to chase her, ends up kind of getting to her. And then when he finally gets to her, the alarm finally sounds. Mm-hmm. And she's like, all right, take, you said you'd do anything for me, right? Take his box, don't open it, and I'll meet you somewhere else. Take it out of here, take it back home. And he's like, I got you. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, why? Because he's like Rob, and she's pretty. And she's like, you know what? I'll do whatever she says. Yeah. <laughs> whatever she, Oh, yeah, it's fine. I'll do anything. Yeah. No, you haven't talked about a job yet. No, no payment. Have Just, you seen Jenny, Tony? <laughs> yeah. And she says, guard it with your life. I don't know. I need some, need some conversation right away. I'm sorry. <laughs> My life? I need money guard right now. Well, you know, you know, the money's coming. She's the niece. Of the cord people. So, you know, yeah. the money's going to be there, Tony. I'm going to trust that. It's got fire by the cord people. That's true. Yeah. All right. Now they're back home. The whole yeah. family's looking at the box and they tell her to tell Jaime to open it up. Open it. Yeah. Open it. <laughs> I, I love the fact that the family doesn't give up. Fuck what they said. Right. Open it up. Open it up. Let's see what it is, man. Come so, on. So he's like, all right, he opens it up and. His sister picks it up, uh, Mila, and just starts fucking rolling, throwing it around and shit, and they're playing keep away, and fucking George is like, or Rudy, is that the new Tamagotchi? <laughs> <laughs> when Jaime catches it, it starts to glow. And it, like, comes alive, kind of. Yeah. And then it jumps on Jaime's face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just starts Everybody screaming. Starts freaking out. This scene was hilarious. Oh, hilarious, yeah, bro. Yeah. And then Rudy's just fucking losing it. <laughs> It's like, oh my god! Rudy goes over and tries to pull it off his face, and they can't get it off his face. And yeah, so this turned from being hilarious to fucking horrifying. Yes, dude. yes. It like this fucking legs come out of his back. He climbs to the fucking ceiling. It's hanging from the ceiling, and it starts. He's like, it's just like ah! melting his skin away. Yeah, well, like, it doesn't melt. It's, it's like melting his clothes away. Melting his clothes. His black tar is it's like coating it, his skin, and it it, it yeah. looks really nasty. Yeah, and he's like, no, no, no! It's going to his face. Oh my god! Oh. Yeah. What's happening to me? Because like, it crawls, it crawls around on him at first. Yeah, and, and then, then it, it crawls up his ass. They make they they imply that it goes up his ass. Yeah, because <laughs> he's like, oh, oh, it's inside of me. Oh god, oh god, and then it starts sprouting out of his back, and yeah, then, yeah, then it gets nuts. From yeah, there, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, yeah, it's the scariest shit. Yeah, bro. And it was also really good CG. Very good CG. Yeah, this part they they spent some money here. Yeah, for sure. Look really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. So Jaime turns into the beetle. And the suit starts talking to him, and only he can hear it. And the suit's like, all right, initiating test protocol. <laughs> just fucking flies out of the house, busts the hole for the roof, and then flies away. And he goes up into outer space, and the suit's saying it's doing this systems check, checking flight, man, checking, checking so-and-so, checking re-entry, checking this. And and then, like, just flying Jaime around everywhere through the city and shit, and, like, the host is overreacting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jaime, they end up flying in the city of the Blue Beetle, and he ends up, like, falling on a car. And there's, like, some stoners outside, and it goes... Is it how, how long has it been, man? Is it hitting you yet, man? <laughs> no, I don't think so, man. Is it hitting you? No, I don't feel anything. And he falls out of the sky yeah. on a car on a Bentley right, yeah. right in front of him. Everybody's like, what the fuck? And then he's about to get hit by a bus, and the scarab's like, yeah, oh, imminent danger, breaking shield or some shit. And then it fucking makes a shield around Jaime. 
and just slices through the bus. It melts the bus. Yeah. Which is like, I'm glad nobody was sitting in the middle or standing, holding. Yeah. Could you imagine if you were holding one of the little like uh, rails that go up, mm-hmm. like there were no seats and you were standing in the middle of the bus? Boy, you'd be cut in half right yeah, now. Yeah, just slice the button in half and it yeah. flies back and they it flies off and those two stoners are like, I, I think it just hit me. Yeah, I think it's hitting me. <laughs> so now we're back home. So this is one of the things. So there, the, the lack of any sort of authority in this movie. What do you mean? There is not one police officer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not, there's no one. When shit is going down, no one shows up. No, there's no no outside like yes. authority shows up for anything, any yeah. reason ever mm-hmm. in this whole movie. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know if that that is like because Cord owns the police. Say that shit, bro. I wonder in the, where, where in the, the beginning. Cop? Yeah, where are the cops at? I was like the whole time. Where are the fucking cops? No cops respond to any of the testing protocols. He's flying around like in crazy. Space. He, you know, wrecked yeah. a car. Nothing. Yeah, no. Nothing. Give me a siren in the background. When he flies off. Right. Yeah. Like something. Right. But it was just weird. Nothing. Yeah, I agree. Oh, his family's freaking out. They're calling the cops. Which we know, we know they exist. Yeah. Uh, and they, you know, Rudy's like, don't call the cops. No cops. Yeah. No cops. <laughs> so we know they're know they're around, but they're not. They're not showing up. So Jaime gets back home. He lands back in the house, and then like the, the scarab goes away, and he's like naked. And then uh, <laughs> his sister's like, put those huevos away, bro. Put the huevos away. <laughs> so Jaime Jaime passes out, and then he wakes up, and he's still naked. And then he like goes in the room and gets dressed, and sees a scarab on his he's, back. He's like, man, that was that was crazy. Like, was that? Yeah. He's thinking like it's a dream, like, oh, that was just a twisted, weird dream, and I'm fine. And that, yeah, and then he sees in the mirror, his spine has the blue scarab kind of poking in and out of it. And he's like, oh, oh, God. Sister's <laughs> like, he saw it. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to tell him. I tried to tell him. They want to call the cops, and Rudy's like, nah, we're not calling no cops. So Jaime yeah. leaves to go see Jennifer, and Rudy, and takes Rudy's truck. And this part fucking cracked me up. He was like, you hear the fucking truck. Rudy's like, what is that? What is that? No, no. No! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was the nickname he had for the truck? Uh, he the kept calling. Yeah, like he, well, he called it. Yeah, taco. Yeah, yeah. taco truck. Yeah. I don't know. We like, had a few days for it, but yeah, he was starting out the window. Yeah. Is my truck? Is my truck? No, no. <laughs> because the blue beetle came from Jenny. Yeah. he goes to see Jenny. Yeah, he gets he gets to court again, and Jenny's like outside, like ducking behind cars and shit. And he's like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "Oh my god." Open the door. They're coming. Yeah, they're coming. He's like, he gets in the car, and then, yeah, the, the, there's the, like, mercs or soldiers start shooting at the car. The fucking corpo, you know, <laughs> police from Cyberpunk show up. Yeah. Because they have all these crazy helmets, mm-hmm. and, and they just start fucking unloading on this mm. truck, which, like, okay. It's her fucking It's niece. her niece. Like, what are we doing? Crazy, right? I didn't like this part at all. I thought it was so contrived that he shows up and she's outside and he yeah. pulls right up next to her. I didn't like that at no. all. Thank God. Thank God you're here. Yeah. <laughs> he should have shown up, sees their secure, heightened security around mm-hmm. the building because there would be because the beetle is missing, right? So he calls her on the cell phone. Hey, I'm outside. Some shit went down. I need to see you. And maybe then she sneaks out. And then, you know, Auntie is like, follow her. Maybe there's some sort of security camera that they hack into. And they can see the beetle glowing through his shirt or something. I was thinking that. So, so Carapax is what we're looking for. Victoria, right now, the order is just fine, Jennifer. Right. So we could have, like you said, like he, he just walks inside, sees her. What are you doing here? I told you what to contact your house. Yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. People are out scanning shit, and they just go by him. And he's like, "Oh my god, we gotta get out of here!" And they start running. Wait, sir, stop, stop, stop! And yeah, they're running, they're chasing her and shit. Okay, and they yeah. get away. Right, I like, like that better. Yeah, I mean, like, right? It's just like, hey, it's totally innocent. You yes, know? she she thinks she's fine. She sees his ass there. What the fuck are you doing here? 
Yeah. I said, wait till I said, I said, I contact you. Right. And all of a sudden, you know, something goes off because they're looking to search the building for it. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. then they find it on his body. And yeah, I agree. But now, but that's not what happened at all. No, it's not. He pulls up and she's outside. And they get in a car and they get shot at immediately. Yeah. Not and by a little bit of guns, and then but he, he a loses, lot of guns. He loses them all. Yeah. Gets back home. That's where we put a chase scene. Mm-hmm. We have the car chase scene here. Every yeah. action movie's got a car chase scene. Yeah. This is where it is. No. Ah, they drove away. Ah, okay. Well. Damn. Next time. Next time. <laughs> yeah. They get back to the, the Reyes' house and fucking George is flipping out about his car. And then he's talking. Because his the, car's all shot up now. Yeah, it's all shot up. He's like, all right. He's like, because he's outside yelling. Yeah. Look at my bumper. Look at this. He's like, <laughs> he walks out. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he's talking to the fucking Jenny lady or Jennifer. He's like, oh, yeah, I went swimming in one of your lakes once, and my balls grew seven times the normal size. <laughs> She's like, what? You know, Jennifer tells Jamie, look, look, like, the scarab chose you, you know, like, it chooses the host. It can't be activated by anybody. Yeah. It has to choose the yeah. person. And then, and then Rudy goes, no more blind dates. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer says there's a key that she can get, get the scarab off his back with, but it's at cord. So Rudy's like, I got a machine that can help you guys get, get back to the building because now there's security everywhere. Right now. Yeah. Like why? <laughs> there, there would be security earlier. Jenny says, you have the scarab. My aunt will kill all of us to get it back. And the whole family's like, whoa, what, 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 what? Yeah. And she's like, well, no, no, no. Well, no, well yes, yes, yes. She yeah. just shot the car. She, yes. <laughs> Yeah, that was her niece. Yeah. Like, what's she going to do to fucking strangers? Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, hold on now. Like, yeah. Fucking funny. So they go to the, it's like having a dinner party now. So Victoria's lost the most precious item she's ever had in her life. And she's like, you know what? Dinner party time. The show must go on, people. So uh, we meet the general, this yeah. random general, random black guy. Yeah, they had to throw a black guy in. Right? Yeah. And then he shows up and they're like, hey, this guy's going to be the general that uses the first OMAC prototype. I'm like, okay. And then he walks off. Doesn't even, doesn't it? A fucking speaking line. Does he even speak? I'm sure he had a line. <laughs> he asks her, like, the demonstration's going to be ready yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And she says, oh, we're just making some final adjustments, mm-hmm. which is a lie. Mm-hmm. A liar. Yeah. So this is our general here. He's 75 years old. But he's going to be our first OMAC person as a hero. I'm like, why are you giving this old dude this new technology? Didn't she always intended to give it to Carapaz? No, I'm about the, the general dude. She said he's going to be the first one to get it. Oh, she mean like his she? soldiers or uh, like? Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm like. I'm well, like, maybe she meant like he was going to be team. the first. His team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. His, his unit. So they kind of go back and talk and Carapax is like, I couldn't find Jennifer. She had help. Let's go find her. Carapax turns out like he was the guinea pig for the OMAC. Mm-hmm. Like she was doing tests on him and stuff like that. And she was like, you know, we done. Because he's, he's got a robotic arm mm-hmm. and like maybe a leg. A little spinal column thing going on too. Yeah, a spinal thing. And like a, he's got like a matrix jack in the back of his neck. Yeah. She's like, you sacrificed so much for this. You mm-hmm. know, can't stop now. And like this motherfucker's a cyborg. Yeah. So Rudy shows them his machine. It's basically what is a signal blocker type deal. Something, yeah. I wish they would have set up Rudy as tech guy sooner, mm-hmm. right? All of a sudden, he's just he invents a machine that can wipe out this super complicated security system that Cord has. Yeah, right. Like what? What? I mean, all we all we knew was he's a, a conspiracy theorist. Right. Now, that's now it. it. We needed Taco Truck to have some sort of tech in it from the beginning. We needed him to have some sort mm-hmm. of Invention gizmo at some point, like we needed to see him fuddling with technology. All of a sudden, we're we're 30 minutes into the movie and he's a tech whiz out of mm-hmm. nowhere. Yeah, I didn't like that. It seemed like a mess. Yeah. And the machine basically makes all the security cameras. 
the screens start showing some cartoon and yeah. no one's that alarmed by it. They're like, oh, what's good? What is this? What's going on? Who's doing this? Like, they don't sound any alarms. One of the guards just laughs. Hey, I know this cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. Like, no, just sits like, there and watches. The, the whole place should have gone into double, triple lockdown. Yeah, right? immediately. They just had the scarab stolen. <laughs> now somebody's fucking with our security cameras. Mm-hmm. Red alert. Red alert. Mm-hmm. You know, all hands on deck. Yeah. But no. Lock this shit down. Yeah. They should have started no, sweeping don't. the streets. And they do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they finally alert Carapax. And, but, but he like, just walks right by the taco truck. Oh, yeah. With the big device. I don't know. It looks like a mini fridge sized mm-hmm. thing in the back of a bed of a truck. Emitting a signal. Totally visible mm-hmm. to the world. And Carapax walks right by yeah. it. We see a shot of him walk right mm-hmm. by Now, uh, Rudy sort of ducks down, but the machine's in the back yeah, of the truck. because he's like singing a song or something. Yeah. drops something or whatever. He does something. But, like, but yeah. Yeah. It's but, uh, not like the machine was loud. He turned it on too. And yeah. He had to kick it and stuff. It's yeah. lighting up. Like it's not, you know. And it's also parked like right out front of the fucking yeah, building. In the middle of the road. The only. And it's not like this truck blends in. We already covered this yeah, truck yeah. is a very suspicious looking truck. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that part at all. Yeah. So Jennifer. Go park in like a parking garage nearby and, and have this thing set off and it changes cords stuff but it also changes the stuff in like a restaurant yeah yeah and uh a, a hairstyling place and so it's you know like right like yeah yeah it's it does a radius just, just one building right. thing right yeah yeah, yeah 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 then it makes sense mm-hmm. but no yeah but jennifer they she ends up taking this watch it turns out it was her dad's watch she just takes it and walks out and again somehow her and jaime sneak into cord again on triple no dipple there. lockdown yeah, nobody's yeah. there they don't even show them sneaking by any guards no, or just anything. Open up a glass case They're just that should there. have security on it. And I'm just like, Ugh. thank you for the watch. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I just like I didn't know what to think at this <laughs> point of the movie. I was like, this is not going well for me at this point. <laughs> There's been some bright spots in it. I mm-hmm. liked the Blue Beetle transformation, but some of the CG of him flying around wasn't very good. No, yeah. And this is just sloppy, sloppy, sloppy. I'm like, man, mm-hmm. ugh. Okay. We'll keep going. Keep going on here. Let's power through it. We All got right. it. We got it. All right. So Jennifer and Heidi running the Carapax outside of a uh, like some aqueduct some type courtyard thing. thing. Like, I don't know yeah. how they get there. I I don't know. Yeah. And Carapax is like again. It's about to. He just runs up. About to punch Jennifer. Yeah. Who hurt you, Carapax? <laughs> well, we know. We find out later who hurt him. Who but hurt you? We find out. But why do you want to fucking punch this woman in the face? Like, yeah. he tried to hit her like, let's say, because it go to punch Jennifer, and the scarab activates. He catches, he catches the fist, right? Yeah. Holy shit, I know kung fu. Yeah. And then Carapax uh, engages his his OMAC, which is very crude. Yes. You know? Like, you know, it looks like, like the first Iron Man suit. And it looks like it sort of is hurting him as it's doing yeah. this. Yeah. So um, then we get the Blue Beetle fight, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Turns the blue beetle and Jaime is like first get his ass kicked. Yeah, he's not obviously, which is great. He's not a fucking fighter, so he should be doing kung fu. Yeah. Um, and then he allows the scarab to take over his body. Yeah, the scarab is like, do you want? Do you want some help? Do you want me to do it? Yeah, I can show you. Do you allow me to take take control? Take control? Yeah. He's like, yeah, please do it. Please, I'm getting my ass kicked. Yeah, yeah. And then the scarab takes over and whoops, Carapax ass. Yeah, and then like, all right, we're gonna kill kill the threat. And Jaime's like, whoa, 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 whoa no killing. I don't. I'm not a killer. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be a killer. But listen, we got we gotta kill the threat. He's gonna keep coming back. And Jaime's like, no, we gotta figure this out. We can talk to him. Whatever. Because of that, Carapax gets the upper hand again. Is about to fucking curb stomp Jaime like in fucking American History X. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. And then Rudy pulls up uh, in his car or his truck, and Carapax gets distracted, and starts shooting at the truck. This is stupid, Rudy. I I hate I hated this. I hated so, this. So Rudy's driving the truck, and he's like, "All right, when I say pull the e brake, pull it." 
he's talking to Jennifer in the passenger seat. He's riding towards them, and Jennifer pulls the e-brake, and the truck tail whips. Cool, but like the fucking device that just flies out of the bed of the truck. It like a hundred miles an hour. Yeah, which would not happen. That thing, it would fall out of the truck. It was bed. heavy. Sure, yeah, yeah it was not, super not, heavy. He wasn't going that fast to no. whip it like that to fly. Like I thought that they, he was just going to hit him with the truck. So did I. I was, like, I was wondering, how is he going to fucking hit him with the truck without hitting, hitting Jaime? Jaime, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. they explained that by doing something unbelievable. Yeah. Now, now I'm watching a movie with a scare, but like... It would have been fine if they do that eight feet from Carapax mm-hmm. and the thing only travels a little bit. Yeah. Then I buy it. But even then, it's not great. No. You come up with something else. Yeah. Because that just does not work for me. No. They, you you give Rudy another techno device. He pulls out some other gizmo mm-hmm. that wallops Carapax off of Jaime. And then maybe he, then he hits him with the truck or something. I, I don't know. Maybe he just, magnetizes him to something. Like anything. Just, like Carapax has a shield upon his face, mm-hmm. which has a HUD. Oh, yeah. I would just make the fucking device override his HUD. Oh. And he just starts seeing cartoons. That's smart. Can't see. I know. Can't see shit. He's like, oh, oh. And like right that distraction. Yeah. You know, Jaime rockets out. Yeah. And then gets the truck. Yep. You know. And they fly away because he can't tell which way to go because his his HUD is fucked up. Fucked up. Yeah. And he can't like override it or something like that. Yeah. The truck's far away. Mm -hmm. And then the truck drives away and eventually the HUD fades. Yeah. And he takes the mask off to see. And they're gone. Everybody's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That would have made perfect sense, Tony. I know. Where'd he go? I know. Yeah, I know. I wish I'd start writing movies. We should. <laughs> I've got five great, great movie ideas. We mm-hmm. should write a fucking movie together. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Jaime reveals he knows information. Kung Fu. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, the scare's name's Kachi Da. And then Jennifer's like, how do you know that? And he's like, I just know it. And she goes, oh, my God, you're becoming more symbiotic. You're becoming symbiotic. Is this something you should tell Jaime? Yeah, that this is a thing that's going to happen. Hey, we, get, we have a time limit on this. Yeah, we can't yeah, be fucking yeah. around. Yeah. So uh, we go to a hidden mansion now. She's like, I know where we can go. So they go to this hidden mansion. Jennifer uses her father's watch to activate this secret stairway on the floor. We go down to the Batcave, yes. a.k.a. the Beetle Cave. Beetle, and the turn- Beetle Bunker. The Beetle Bunker, yes. And it turns out that Ted Cord was the Blue Beetle. Which is her dad, right? Yeah, her okay. father. So her father. And she knew this. Brother, so her, his sister is Vicky? Yes. Okay. She tells a story about how when she, her grandfather died, was handing the company over. Vicky thought she was going to get it because she worked there, and then Jesus. he gave the company to Dad because it, he he's sexist. And, and <laughs> they, they, they said they, that, they yeah. sort of say that yeah. right that like he's an old school dude. The son takes over what the father starts mm-hmm. right, and so she Vicky was never happy about that, which is part of why. She's the villain, yeah. but we don't meet dad, so we have no idea what kind of person he was or anything. We don't even get a flashback. Nothing. Nothing. This is a mysterious character. Yeah. Rudy hacks into the computer. Yeah, he does do that. And he's like, I'll I'll take a look around in this in the super in the Batman computer. Yeah. And just see what I can find about the the beetle. Mm-hmm. And and they're like, Okay, cool. And Rudy notices all the tech is pretty primitive, and mm-hmm. she was, and then because they like, start comparing, they start comparing it to Batman. Like, yeah. this doesn't, this sort of looks like if Batman had autism or something like yeah, that. ADHD, ADHD. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and they're like, yeah, and he's like, well, he wasn't. My father was never able to unlock the scarab, but he used its like technology somehow to help make these devices, right? Like, it's code and shit. Jamie goes into the bathroom. He's got a scar on his face. It heals, you know, mm-hmm. real quick. And we're like, oh shit, he's like. He's completely symbiotic now at this point, right? Like, he's the bug's healing his body now, you know. 
And then Jenny tells a story about her mother and father. And I I think it's like hilarious when people do this. Like it happens like I'm watching the show The Good Doctor. Okay. And I think it's hilarious when well, most of these like doctor shows, like the character or the person that's in the hospital won't do something, right? The doctor comes in and in her and they're like the person saying whatever. I'm not I'm not doing the surgery. And the doctor goes, When I was four years old, my my brother, he was a good kid and he would go outside. They just tell this fucking random story, like, and then you know, my father. Yeah, you know, I was a drug addict. He was a drug addict, and then he did, did X, Y, Z, a drinker, and a fiend. And then that person's like, "I'll do the surgery." You're like, "What the? What the fuck?" Yeah. No one, no one does that, dude. No, no one's doing that. But it has like all the time. Movies were like, mm-hmm. "I'm not, I'm not going outside." You know, when I was a kid, my dad. And you're like, "What the, what the fuck? Shut the fuck up!" Like, <laughs> like goodness gracious. Rudy basically discovers that, like, listen, I got some bad news and good news. The good news is like. I forget what the good news is, actually. We can get the beetle out. I found out how to get oh, the yeah. beetle out of you. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, oh, cool. What do we have to do? Uh, you have to die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, in, it's in your brain now, so you have to be yeah. dead. And so fucking Jaime's upset. He's like, what the fuck, bro? Like, this is fu- nothing's fucking going right. And Rudy is like, you're a superhero, man. Like, why is Jaime upset about being a superhero? I don't, I don't, I don't like, I don't get it. I, I mean, it's, it. he thought it was cool at first, but like, I think. But like, he, he was scared at first. Yeah, I mean, I would be scared that this thing's in your back. Yeah. And it's, it, it could control you, right? But you like, have powers, and you have a super cool suit, and you can fly, and you can, you're, can you like, indestructible, essentially. But and they're saying, like, it's symbiotic. Like, what, what's stopping taking over his body and mind, right? Like, Yeah, but they didn't play that up enough. No. And that is where I think the fear could have come over. If the symbi- symbiote was more about taking over mm-hmm. and more influencing him whispering in his ear while he was having a conversation with somebody else about she's a liar don't trust that person mm-hmm. like i can tell her blood pressure is elevated and blah, 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 blah. building up that this is not a good thing mm-hmm. so far all we've seen is him do some cool shit yeah it won't he's like it won't let you die yeah you're the host now right it'll, it'll... his anger and his frustration aren't motivated here so you either do that or you have him get his ass kicked by Carapax earlier and almost die. No, he did. I know he did, but he still sort of vanquished him a little bit. Make it much more scary. Make it much more like mm-hmm. he was going to die and Carapax goes in for a kill shot and stabs him through the chest. You know, he feels it because mm-hmm. it can't heal him fast enough. And then maybe he gets thrown off a building or some, right. something, whatever, mm-hmm. and almost dies. And so he's afraid. I can't win against this guy. Yeah, fuck I that can't, shit. Yeah. I, I, I don't want this. I almost died. You need to set the fear up. And they just mm-hmm. didn't yeah. for this to make sense in the I'm upset, I'm mad that I'm a superhero. Now. You would be psyched if you had fucking superpowers like that. This fucking thing in my back. Though. I don't care. You'd be fucking psyched. Bro, if you could fly <laughs> and you could fucking shoot laser beams and form swords out of your hands and do acrobatics and you couldn't be fucking hurt. You'd be fucking psyched about it, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. I'd probably find be, a girl who could dig it. Yeah, it would be sweet. <laughs> can be I sweet. rub the? Can I rub the scary? Yeah, you can. Not that you. You'd get Nike sponsorships, and you'd get fucking <laughs> your own. You know what I mean? You'd get a. You'd get a book deal and a mm-hmm. movie deal, and all, I mean, you'd be the most famous person in the whole world. Like you wouldn't be pissed off about it, but you would be if it was taking over your mind and freaking you out, or if there were bad guys that were trying to kill you and almost killed you and mm-hmm. all that shit. We didn't set up it that no. way at all. No. So. But I'm yeah, Jaime's upset. And, and so he does. Yeah, he goes to where every, all protagonists go. Right. When they need to reflect, reflect. the rooftop. The rooftop. Yeah, that's where they go. Yeah. It's a very cliche thing. It's a cliche it's, thing. It's hilarious, bro. I was yeah. like, he's like, oh, I'm so pissed. It's like, oh, he's going to the rooftop now. He's, yeah, of course he is. 
Yeah, it's not even that big of a building, but and, and there's then, a rooftop. And then Rudy shows up and goes, I knew you'd be up here. Yeah. We did too, Rudy. We did. We, we did. We did too. Yeah, we knew where you were going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the access to these roofs and all these buildings, I'll tell you. <laughs> Yeah, forget my house. Like he was on that roof of his house. How the fuck they get up? How to get up there? I don't know. <laughs> to access these roofs in these movies, it's so easy to get on the roof. Uh, Rudy makes a comment. You know, it's like maybe it's time we had our own hero man and not just a foot up our ass. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, that's a little, little good line there. Mm-hmm. So they see Victoria's ship ha- happens to fly over the building. right over. Yeah, and that just so happens to be in the flight path of where Korg lady's yeah. house was. And fly, she flies over top of it, right over top. Like, Who's wow. down in my? In my brother's house. Yeah. Yeah. Why are the lights on down there? Right. Like, yeah, all this shit like this. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we get back home. Uh, JB's whole family's in the house, and the house kind of starts shaking. Power goes out. It's the court SWAT team starts breaching the house. Pretty fucking scary part here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jaime tries to act with the scarab, but it won't work because uh, he's far away. And he's like, well, listen, if I, it's got to protect me, right? So he jumps off the roof and instantly is able to fly away. Mm-hmm. Here, I kind of appreciate the fact they didn't pull the the common thing where like it doesn't work right away and he's falling. Ah! But he, yeah, like, hit the ground it did right his. away. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. thank God they just had to come on. Like, yeah. you have to go through the hole. We, we know it's going to activate. Don't act like it's not going to. Right. The cord breaches the house and they start snatching motherfuckers up. Mm-hmm. Uh, candles knocked over and the house catches on fire. They're outside in the front lawn about to be fucking executed and shit. I'm like, what the? F-? At this point, again. Where are the fucking Where are the police? cops? Where are the police? Yeah. What is going on right now, bro? Where are the neighbors at? Are the neighbors outside investigating nothing? They just like, oh, we needed the neighborhood thing is a big thing that comes around mm-hmm. in the end of the movie. And we needed to have that here. We needed, Get back inside. We needed neighbors coming out. Oh, you can't do this, man. You, yeah. can't, you can't. Like, what, what do they do? What do they do? Yeah. Maybe they're on the phone calling yeah, the calling news. Calling the cops. Calling the cops, Something. whatever. Yeah. Then Gary Oldman comes out and he's like, he said, go back yeah. inside. <laughs> he said, <laughs> <laughs> Go back inside. <laughs> Shout out to Andrew Findler. Jaime flies in super quick mm-hmm. and starts to fuck them up. <laughs> yes. He flies in and Victoria's like, she's in a fucking helicopter up there with uh, right. Carapax. Yeah. And she's like, target the family. Yeah, she wants uh, to see what the suit Yeah, what's the suit going to do? Yeah. yeah, because she knows... It's that he's the beetle now, and so she wants to see its capability. So mm-hmm. she starts, they, they all shoot at him, and he's bulletproof, and then they go to shoot at the family. And he shields he it with He sprouts the, the wings that are shields. Yeah, but good thing they can't shoot between his legs. Right, yeah. Otherwise, they all be dead. <laughs> right, yeah. So that's good they shot directly at the wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jamie starts firing concussive weapons because he doesn't want to kill anybody. Because mm-hmm. the scarab's like, all right, start, start, mur- start killing these motherfuckers. Yeah. And James like, whoa, 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 I'm not a killer. So he starts fighting these guys in the front yard. This looked real. I liked this fight this scene nice. a lot. This looked I, nice. This, really a person in a suit. Mm-hmm, really jumping kicking, around, yeah. shooting actual dudes. They're getting yanked away by mm-hmm. wires, you know, but, it, but it looked good. The CG looked good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good fight sequence. Mm-hmm. The family's kind of running away. She's like, which words like, shoot the claw. Ready the claw. And for some reason, he. Not the claw. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Liar, liar. Yeah. yeah. The claw. <laughs> yeah. Come up with something else. Activate the claw. Activate the claw. <laughs> what is this? A fucking 70s, like, fucking cereal show? And then show? he, like, engages it, like, in yeah. front of their face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're, like, they're, like, leaning back. Mm-hmm. He turns it around. His sister and dad are running, and his dad starts having a heart attack. And Jaime's like, hey, I'm about to go help him out. And he's flying towards to help his dad out. And then uh, Carapax shoots the claw, catches him, and electrifies him and uh, neutralizes him and his dad's fucking just dying bro i'm like oh fuck mm-hmm. i teared up a bit the house explodes 
Yeah, sister's like fucking mommy, mommy, mommy. I'm like, oh, hey, mommy. <laughs> I didn't like how far away the cameras were from the family, like freaking out. Like mm. there were kind of wide shots. I wanted closer shots because I felt like the actors were really bringing it. Oh, yeah. They were really bringing the emotion. They were really bringing the terror because their house is on fire and that the, these strange armored cyborg mm-hmm. cops shot up everything and they're dragging my brother away and my dad is dying and like mm. it was a whole thing but the shots were too wide i felt like yeah. like you can throw in a wide shot but then i get in there show the emotion mm-hmm. like let's let's go but next day dad had passed you get a shot of like him being trying to be revived in an ambulance mm-hmm. and he's not nope that makes like damn that sucks the next day grandma nana pulls the family together you listen motherfuckers they got my grandson Man, the fuck up. Yeah. We get now, his ass back. And then kill kill my son. Got my grandson. We get him back. I wasn't sure whether he was her son or not. It felt to me like he was the son-in-law. It could have been that, yeah. If that was her son, felt like she would have been more sad. Yeah. I felt like mm-hmm. he was the in-law and that her kids were Rudy and the mom. Yeah, I think that would be true. I don't know for sure. Yeah, that makes more sense. Like, I think she was calling her mom too, right? Like uh, yeah. the the mother. Yeah. So, so that's that's kind of the vibe I got. The daughter was upset because it was her dad that died. Yeah. Right. But I didn't feel like grandma was upset enough, and I didn't feel like mom, his wife, was upset enough mm-hmm. that he was gone. I mean, they had the crying shots. They had some the, crying they, shots, but it ambulance. wasn't enough. Yeah. For me, I can feel that. But yeah, grandma's ready to you know get a plan to save uh, Jaime. Uh, Jennifer's like, hey, I got an idea. So they go back to the Blue Beetle uh, mansion. And they get in the blue, the blue beetle ship, which reminded me of the um, the owl ship from Watchmen. Yeah, you see that, very yeah. similar vibe. As they're flying there, they go to the, they start going to. We uh, get a cut of like the lair of the castle that Jaime's being held at with like Victoria and uh, Carapax and all the other goons and Doctor Sanchez and shit. And they got fucking Jaime strung up, and he's still in the blue beetle suit, but his face is not. And he's strung up like a, that, that fucking Da Vinci shit, like the, right. the, the, the yeah. call, like the, a hoop. Yeah, <laughs> so a, an, an evil hoop. <laughs> so they're on the ship, and they're all starting to gather blue beetle weapons that are on the ship. It's, and we just skip over them learning how to fly the ship. Like Rudy just gets on the ship and knows how to fly it. Yeah, and is fine f- flying. He's a it. tech guy. <laughs> so I kept waiting. I kept waiting for Rudy and Nana to have been the old Blue Beetles like something. sidekicks. Yeah, something. Right. Which would make sense why they knew how to fly the stuff and how they knew how to use the gadgets and how mm-hmm. they knew how to do all that shit. But that wasn't what happened. Yeah. So they're just like, eh, he knows how to fly this spacecraft is fine. You're not getting into that thing and you know how to fly. It. There's no there's yeah, just yeah. not a chance. There's not a chance in the fucking world. No, they're flying. They get the weapons, though, and Nana gets the Gatling gun. Daughter makes a comment. How do you know to hold that so well, Nana? And she's like, you know, basically like, as far as the revolution. Yeah, viva revolution. <laughs> Nana's saving her grandson, man. So we're, we're, we're back at the lab again. Oh, there goes Rabbit. No, um, mm-hmm. uh, they, uh, They're planning to transfer the Scarab's code into Carapax's OMAC. Sanchez, a scientist, uh, she calls him Reyes at one point, I think. He's like, my well, name. His, well, Jaime's last name is Reyes. But she calls the scientist, I think, Reyes, I think, too. Oh, does she? He's like, that's not my, that's not my name. Oh. Because she calls him, like, Sanchez another time. Or, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe she calls his, him Sanchez. His, or... his name is Sanchez. Okay. But she, she calls him something else. Like, yeah. But, yeah, and he's like, it's not my name. Anyway, um, he seems to start start being against it. He's like, well, listen, we're going to kill this kid. And she's like, I don't care. And yeah. He's like, well, hold on. I, 
I kind of do. I kind of do. Uh, 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 yeah. I didn't sign up I'm, for this. I'm not white. You guys are. <laughs> no, we don't. You're, you're the evil person here. Right. They go over the plan, and the plan is we're going to land, and then Nana and Mom are going to cause a distraction while Jenny and Sister go into the underground tunnels and find uh, Jaime. Rudy's going to fly the ship above and cause mm-hmm. a, you know distractions from above or whatever. And so he crashes the fucking ship into the island? Right, like real quick, too. Like Yeah, I was like, I thought he was supposed to fly around and have air support and whatever. No, no. No, crashes the ship immediately. We kind of get this, like, I I think it's a poor poor song choice. This movie, correct me if I'm wrong, is a Latin pride movie. I mean, at this point, yeah. It's España pride. Mm -hmm. So we picked the whitest fucking song in the world? Right, you you already played a... Hispanic version of Lemon of the Boogie by the Jackson Five. Yeah. Why not? Another one. Something. Just pick play just anything. Anything. Hispanic song. Play some no, po- anything. Play some puya. Some bad boni. Yeah. You know, pick something. Yeah. I don't care what it is. It's definitely not kickstart my heart. No. There's plenty of Mexican rock out there. You can oh, play. bro. If you want it to be that song, do cover a it. cover. Yeah. A Spanish cover of Kickstart My Heart. Because you do the that guitar riff, you could do that, and we all think, "Oh shit, here it comes," mm-hmm. and then it's Spanish. Yeah, and that would have been sweet. That would have been very sweet. But they didn't. Fuck that was, that was a miss. That was no. a miss. Yeah, Sw- I didn't like sweet it. A miss. The guard shooting at the bug. The bugs like walking through the fucking courtyard, stepping on people. You know, kind of gnarly. Yeah, uh, and Jaime's all against killing, and Rudy's like, "Fuck these guys!" Yeah. And just like stabbing <laughs> them with his his bug legs. Yeah, the shit bug. Like, jeez, <laughs> it's kind of graphic because one like dude gets stabbed through the chest and gets stuck. and then gets like stuck on it, and he's yeah. like on it while it's walking for a little bit. I was like, "God damn!" Oh, oh. there's DC. There it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we get we're uh, back in the lab again. Oh, there goes rabbit. And Carapax is looking at a photo of uh, looks like his mom. We don't actually don't know who it is a woman. So the locket thing, the right? Locket, yeah, yeah. There's a woman around his neck. Yeah, they start to remove the scarab uh, code from it, and we get a percentage meter, which I thought was kind of weird. I thought it was weird too. Like, what? How do we know this? Like, how do you it's know fine to have a bar that fills up. That's fine, but why? It, it, there should not be a one percent attached to the bar. I just like I don't get how you know. Yeah. Like right, you don't you, you don't know this technology. It's the first time you ever accessed it. How I do you know. know the amount? I feel you. Yeah. It's not tangible. Yeah, you're copying its code. How do you know much code it has? When when does the code end? You know what yeah. I mean, like yeah, I, yeah, I just didn't get the like percent. Well, how do you, you don't need it either? You no. don't need it. Just have it happen, just and then have, have Jamie like if the end result is killing Jaime, mm-hmm. then you have his BP rising to levels, or you have a thing going off, or mm-hmm. like it just Sanchez saying like, yo, like if he if this thing drops below this number. He's gonna die, right? You know, if his heart rate goes this this high, this low, whatever. Give me something that's yeah. just about his health and not just some weird meter of a yeah. untangible yes. alien code that no one knows anything about. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, totally agree. So, but thought it was weird. Um, it but was. we get a, a ticking clock that doesn't actually even matter. No. So <laughs> I was like, okay, well, then they didn't. Okay, but uh, anyway, so yeah, because um, we don't we don't really cut to it either to show like, oh, it's at thirty three percent. We better hurry, hurry up. up. Yeah. yeah, nothing. Are people coming to rescue him? Don't know about the timer. Yeah, so we don't. Yeah, yeah. This is like, oh, yeah. So the, it makes no sense, Tony. <laughs> but the transfer's killing Jamie. It's killing him. So I'm Jaime. Jaime, Jaime transfer's killing Jaime. So Jaime goes into his uh, he goes like into his head and starts having a vision of his father. So the movie implies it's like the scarab showing him something. Then it kind of goes like, actually, this is the afterlife, and he's seeing his father. Weird to me. Very little, weird to me. A little bit. I wasn't crazy about it. 
I get why they did it. I didn't care why he saw his dad. I just like yeah. the way they implied, like, and his dad goes, well, you know I'm here. You can't well, come, you and can't why, why is that being destroyed? To describe it to you guys, if you haven't seen the movie, he's on a floating island out in space mm-hmm. that's, like, super colorful space. Is there a house there? Some trees and he, shit? He goes in the house. His dad's And in the his dad room. is there, and they have a chat, and then they go outside, and then in the distance, off of this floating island, Blue Beetle is floating in the yeah. space as well. Giant Blue Beetle, not proportioned to yeah, yeah. Jaime. And then that island starts disintegrating for reasons. Because his dad has to go. Because his dad has to disappear. Now, I don't know if that was supposed to symbolize like himself dying, right? So his yeah. body is dying, and he needs to jump and become one with the Blue Beetle. Mm-hmm. They don't really explain it very well. No. Yeah, because like his dad implies, like, hey, you know, I'm about to go to heaven. You can't come with me. Mm-hmm. You have more to do here. Yeah. But then you're like, well, he went to his, it showed him kind of going to his head because you go to his eyeball. It's right. like that, right? Like, yeah, right, yeah, hey. yeah. It's like his so subconscious. Is this the Beatle just like kind of telling him or himself, like you said, telling him, like, yo, you need to come with one with me so we don't die. Yeah. You have work to do here. I don't know. So, yeah, I don't know either. No, but it was different. Not but, great. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't crazy about it. It just was weird. Yeah. Well, it just seemed like let's spend more special effects budget right but he he gets advice from his father and becomes one with the scarab and but the code's already been transferred to carapax so it doesn't matter now so and he still didn't die so it wasn't a risk mm-hmm. but whatever um jennifer and then uh, mia they uh i think he should have died yeah he definitely should have died and i then, think he should have died and then saw his father and then yeah and then saw his dad yeah and then the blue beetle takes over Bee- yeah you know, he goes to the dad, and all of a sudden you cut back. It's beep, beep. Yeah. He's alive. Yeah. You know, and During this whole thing, we're seeing Jenny and sister sneaking through, and they're planting bombs everywhere. Mm-hmm. We discover that Victoria is not just siphoning the power out of the Blue Beetle suit for Carapax, that she's also siphoning the power to charge all of these mm-hmm. OMAX suits. There's, There's... Hundreds of them stacked in like matrix. Yeah, right. Hanging from the ceiling and shit. Yeah, everywhere that they find that looks terrible. She's building an army. She's building an army of them. So and and all the blue beetle wires are sort of going to them. You can see the blue mm-hmm. charge going to them. And so they're planting charges, and then they blow them all up, and it cuts the power to the place. Mm. But the transfer has been completed already to Carapax. Yeah. So I think what would have made more sense to me is they blow everything before they do that. He dies. The power gets cut everywhere. And then the power comes back on as Carapax comes alive and we see his transformation. Mm -hmm. And then we get Guillermo at the fucking thing and we get the beep Mm -hmm. beep as, as uh, Jaime comes back to life. And awakens yeah, yeah. now as the blue beetle. Yeah, because when he's like he wakes back up, it just lets like but she just goes lets him out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't okay. make no sense. No, okay. no sense. Why he, why would the machine let him out? Yeah. So yeah, he wakes, the machine just lets him out, and the scarab needs to reboot. So the scientist like uh Guillermo or Sanchez is like, this, this, this is wrong. You know, he helps Jamie escape and then shuts the door and breaks the door device so you can't just open it. And then Carapax is behind him. This was kind of freaky. This this was the scene where he yells the, his name, where Guillermo yells, yeah, yeah. His, yells his name. I am Victor Santa de la Cruz. Yeah. 
They, they, what color is the sky? <laughs> mi amor, mi amor. <laughs> oh, it was De La Cruz. Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah. Care Pack shows up. Yeah, like, you can kind of see lights. him in the background out of focus because Jaime is on one side of the door. Mm-hmm. Guillermo is on the other side of the door and he locks the door and breaks the device. And he's like, go, go, like through the window. And he like, smiles too. Yeah, he's like, it's okay. And then in this background, you can see Carapax slowly approaching, mm. and then all of a sudden, it's just like blood splatter yeah, the, the all screen. over the. And they search. Yeah, I would have loved a impaled knife through the door. Oh, yeah, great. As the not all the you know, but like protruding through the door mm. as the blood splatter goes, and then it slinks out, mm. and then Guillermo's face falls yeah, down. down through the window. That would have been fucking been crazy. sick, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then uh, Carapax starts shooting at the fucking door, blows it down, and Carapax has become Metroid. Yes. <laughs> He's like, whoa. Yeah. That's a Metroid suit. Mm-hmm. But now we cut to Jennifer and Mila. They are separated when a part of the building collapses. We don't know if Jennifer's alive still. Jaime is uh, he's basically cornered while the suit's rebooting. And, and we have to make uh, Carapax's suit red because he's a bad guy. Yeah. And, and opposite of blue. Yep. We copied the code, so you'd think that maybe the code would be blue, no. just like the original. No, it's red. Typically, when you copy something, it's the same. No. It but it's red this time. It was downloaded, not copied. Yes, it's so it's it's <laughs> it's evil. So we have it's it, red. <laughs> just like in Star Wars, the bad guys have the red lightsabers. Evil. And the, the good guys have the blue lightsabers. He's become Dr. Evil. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Nana shows up and like mercs all the fucking mercs mm-hmm. <laughs> with their Gatling gun. Uh, and then disappears in the night. <laughs> yes, she's <laughs> uh, just gone. Yeah. Well, uh, and then the the uh, blue beetle suit finally reboots, so now mm-hmm. he's 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 back at it. Mm-hmm. Victoria finds Jennifer, and he uh, she has the guards take her. Uh, Jaime is now reunited with his family. Uh, his mother is like, "Hey, go back and get that motherfucker," but it says it in Spanish. Yeah, <laughs> I liked um, in this movie. There were times where the Spanish had subtitles, mm-hmm. and there were times when it didn't. Where, mm-hmm. When they would just say a phrase in Spanish, mm-hmm. I liked that we didn't see that in the subtitles. Oh, I yeah. thought that that was cool. Yeah. I liked that. So that it gave you, if you spoke Spanish, gave you a little treat yeah, as to what, you know, the, this quick little thing that they said, mm-hmm. you know. Go and get that motherfucker. Yeah. It's like, oh, DC. So uh, Mila... She's now being shot at, and she but she has like this device that makes a shield and a fist. She's the power glove, the blue beetle power glove. Yeah, uh, Jaime shows up, and we get another really nice, realistic fight. Scene. Really nice fight sequence. Yeah, this this fight sequence and the sequence in with the guys in front of the house. Mm-hmm. It's great, sick dude. He's- I don't know why why we can't do that. With the other fight sequences, and they still the had you know the the CG hands pop up, yeah, shooting guns, and yeah. like when he kick people, you felt the fucking weight. Yes, and, you know, I'm like, hey, like, this is fucking sweet. It's fucking great. I watched it twice. But as soon as he fights Carapax, both times, mm-hmm. it just becomes a CG bullshit fight. Yep, and I don't know why. Especially Carapax's suit. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, Carapax's suit never looks good. No. It looks okay in the beginning, mm-hmm. but when you become Super Metroid Man, correct, it does not look good. It looks super fucking fake because it's too big. Mm-hmm. It's too big. He can't fucking you. you can't move. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's why the fight sequences between him and the guards looked good because you could put actual stuntmen in actual suits and have them do shit. Mm-hmm. As soon as he fights Carapax, it's just CG bullshit, and yeah. I didn't like it. <laughs> yep. I didn't like it at all. Yeah, yeah. The other problem I have with both fight scenes is 
he's just all of a sudden knows how to fight. I wanted the fight at the house to be more sloppy mm-hmm. and a lot more like the turtles fight, right? Where they yeah, fight yeah. the dudes in the in the mechanic shop where he's got these overwhelming advantages of the gear and stuff, but he doesn't really know how to use it the right way yet. Mm-hmm. And he sort of clumsily beats those. He beats those guys way too well at the house yeah, right? Yeah. for learning how to do it. That needed to be the learning how to do it fight where it's clumsy. And here is when the the psychic link finished. Like maybe that's it, right? It's just a zoom in on his face and we get their nerve endings connecting and all his blood vessels glow blue or some shit mm. to show that like they're the same thing now. Yeah. And now he fights like a badass, but we don't really get that. He just sort of does. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. But what I was saying was. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, I just kept like fucking, he was like, just kept pounding his fucking fist together. Yes. Because he was like, he did it like three or four times. He's like, after he like knocked the dude out, like he was like feeling himself a bit. He, he was, was he feeling was like, himself. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Was like, yeah. Begging, like, I like he, that. Yeah. He was pissed and angry and fucking with his sister. Yeah. You know, and it's like. And he, he even says some stuff in Spanish at, at a few points. Yeah. 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 So he beats the bad guys. Rudy shows up. And before they can go find Jenny, uh, Carapac shows up. Knocks Bluebeard out of the castle. The like a CG fight, like Rob was saying. They end up on the ground. Jaime gets like really overconfident. Kaji is like losing power. He he makes an awesome couple of swords. That 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 yeah. two handed sword is awesome. The Final Fantasy blade. Final Fantasy. And again, he he like does a fucking mm. little move with it because Kaji losing their power. Jamie's now losing as well. Or sorry, Jaime is losing as well. Mm-hmm. But Rudy shows up, distracts Carapax by throwing rocks at him. And then gets shot. He gets shot with a with a rocket launcher, mm-hmm. laser blast that explodes where he was. Yeah. He's dead. And Jaime fucking loses He's it. He's definitely Rudy! dead. Yeah. And fucking Kamehameha's. He sure does, boy. Carapaks out of the fucking existence. Yeah. We cut back to Victoria's uh, ship. Does the evil villain monologue plan bullshit thing. Ha ha. I don't care about Carapax because I have this device right here in my hand that has all the codes I ever need. Doesn't it, upload to the cloud. It, yeah, it's the only one. You yeah. know, like, I'm like, God damn. Oh, <laughs> like, come on. to beat that to death. Like, yeah, yeah like, that was, like uh, that was I have this right great. here. I'm going to yeah. pull it out in yeah. front of you. Yeah. Didn't like that at no. all. No. So, yeah, it was stupid. Yeah. So, Jennifer has like this gum she got on the beetle ship. She spits it out, hits the side, like the chair next to Victoria. Red light, green light. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I thought it was going to do. I thought it was going to explode. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't do that. It work. Yeah, it starts to expand. Like, uh, I'm trying to, it might, it might be the, um, the bubble chick in uh, Big Hero 6. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Then not the, is it a chick? I thought it was a dude. The little, the creepy dude with the blue, with the dark, like the purple bubbles. Isn't he like a little? I thought a, he was guy a guy does have that. Yeah, I thought is it was that, a little guy. Is that in? He's like a pervert. Incredibles? The purple what? guy? I'm sorry, I'm thinking um, My Hero Academia. Sorry. Yes, that purple dude. Yeah, is like purple. That. I'm thinking the dude. girl that has like she makes those bubbles. Yes, in yeah. Big Hero Six. Yeah, yeah. Both are relevant though. Yes, it's the same kind of power. Same kind of thing. Yeah, yes. yeah. But the yeah. gum starts to expand and like makes this you know. Just basically gumball ball of bullshit. Yeah. And I'm thinking, she was chewing on that? They spit it out and it yeah. starts to go. Like, yeah. how, how long do you have? I don't know. First, starts to go. <laughs> Explode your fucking face. Nuts, like, <laughs> just seems like a bad way. You got three seconds. <laughs> yeah. Get it out of your mouth. Otherwise, it basically covers up Victoria and Jennifer. The plane uh, crashes or the helicopter thing crashes. Yeah, because it fills up the entire helicopter. Does it get shot or anything? Or does it just somehow that gum... 
Yeah, it just just makes it clogs crash. everything and makes it crash. Mm-hmm. But because then it's full of gum, it they're, works they're, as like a airbag essentially when safe. they crash and yeah. it bounces. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Uh, fine. Or Jaime's about to fucking defeat Carapax now, and then Kaji's like, "No, no, no, we're not killers." Jaime wants to kill him now. Yeah. So he killed my because dad. Because he killed my dad. He killed, he killed and Rudy. He killed Rudy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has to die. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. But Kaji's like, He's wait, to go. wait. And then I saw his memories. Let me show them to you. And we kind of see. Yeah, somehow uh, Kaji was able to see his memories when the connection, the, the connection was made. Okay, uh, fine. That's whatever. That's whatever, but they're symbiotic. So then that means yeah. he would have saw them too, right? Like We get a little montage of baby Carapax growing up. In the jungle, his parents were killed. He was part of a freedom fighter group or something. Yeah, made to a soldier. Of course, she was there for some for reasons. Cord was there, blew up his family. Yeah, dude. Because I don't know why. Mm. And so then she took him in and then experimented on him, even though she killed his parent. Like I don't know why you ever trust this lady. Yeah, because you saw her blow your mom up in front of you. Mm-hmm. It was very strange. Mm-hmm. I got what they were going for. I felt like it should have been shot a little differently. Because it was shot like the almost like a little bit like reminded me of the death scene that we saw with um Jaime's father, him like in his his head a little bit. Yeah. You know I mean not like that colorful, but like that kind of like weird, like Yeah. Sh- 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 right. Like, right. Like I think that his parents should have died horribly, sure. Maybe they're just shot by a warring guerrilla tribe or something. And then when Cord shows up, because it's sort of implied that she's the reason his parents are dead. Yeah. But it shouldn't have been. And then she becomes evil through the rest of the flashbacks mm-hmm. when she starts experimenting on him, mm-hmm. right? So I got what they were going for, but I, I wasn't crazy no, about yeah. it. Jaime doesn't kill Carapax. Uh, Carapax gets up. Victoria's like, yo, tells Carapax, kill them all. And Carapax is like, nah, bitch. He lets Jaime and Jennifer go. Uh, and then he like basically grabs Victoria and he's like, he's like, come with me. And he drags her off and the scarab's like, Hey, we got to go because he's overloading his suit. Yeah. He's about to blow the fuck up. So he goes, walks off in the distance towards the building castle thing blows up. Jaime starts to run. The fucking ship leaves his ass. They leave him. Leave him. <laughs> yeah. Fuck him. What? He runs. What? He, yeah, I know, right? I was this really was just, very sloppy. Yeah. This just, ending was very sloppy. Fuck it, he can fly. You know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just left his ass, but he couldn't fly. So he ran because right. he's out of energy now. He, mm-hmm. had to, he ran and he jumped and barely made the ship. Mm-hmm. Got in the back. He's about to fall and a hand reaches out and grabs him. Yeah. And it's Jenny. And then she's, she's she connected. Pulls yeah. him into the ship. She's holding his hand and his sister's holding her right. hand like the, the family chain. The family chain that can't be broken. Yeah. Cannot be broken. Yeah. They get back in the ship. You have a happy hug moment. We get a fade out and then Jennifer's on the news. She's being interviewed for taking over the business. I thought her voice her voice sounded really weird here. It did didn't sound it? weird. Yeah. It sounded like it was like a totally different actor mm-hmm. they voicing to, over. Yeah. They like they never it. bothered to record it or they accidentally recorded it without sound or yeah. something and they had like cut away from real quick and yeah and they're like different. well we can't hire her to do the voice over here so we're gonna hire somebody a sound alike yeah. i don't know it was weird mm-hmm. the rays return to their house it's obviously burned down the neighborhood shows up this time though and they bring food support at the little party yeah uh jennifer shows up on her motorcycle was like hey i want to pay for your house and you know they got rudy a new car and then jennifer and jamie kiss and they fly off in the suit to live happily ever after. Yeah. That's the movie. That's it. Roll credits. Roll motherfucking credits. On Blue Beetle. Is Blue Beetle worth watching, Rob? I will say 
This is not Pad Thai for me. Ooh, Rob, Rob is saying this is not Pad Thai at all. Now, having said that, I think it's worth watching if you're into the superhero genre. If you are a Latino or you know you have Spanish heritage mm-hmm. in your family, I think it's worth watching for that. Um, I think if you're a fan of the Blue Beetle character, you probably already saw this movie. I had no idea who Blue Beetle was. I like the, Blue Beetle. The, the extent of my DC knowledge is Batman and his side of things. If you're curious about who Blue Beetle is because you're a DC fan and you want to know more, I think it's worth watching for that as well. If you don't care and you're just a casual movie viewer of superhero movies, I think it's a skip, mm. personally. I will say it's worth watching. Okay, <laughs> I thought it was worth watching. Um, like it, it yeah. There's we, we discussed the you know the whole podcast about things we would have changed and how it could have been better. And mainly, mainly story things. Yes. Um. Yeah. And uh, but as far as like the uh, fighting choreography, like that part of the movie, my only issue I needed, I wanted more Blue Beetle. Uh, in a sense to where like this was a very isolated event in the whole movie. Like there was no, I don't, I don't need a whole world-ending event to happen, right? Yeah. The the reason why he fought in the villain fight was totally fine with me, but no one else in the world knew about this character. No newscast, no nothing, right? Right. He didn't save. He, he could have saved the woman doing any anything, right? Stop the bank robbery, some we cliche needed, bullshit, right? Just yes. some civilian superhero type shit happened. Yes. Doesn't need to be part of anything at all. Besides, he's just doing something, right? Totally agree. And him, like a little bit more of him learning the suit. Yes. Right. And it could have been done by saving random civilians, doing whatever. Like he could have been flying around, saw something. Oh, shit. I'm going to help that person. And he's arguing with Kaji about what to do. Mm-hmm. It's not important to me. We try to protect you. Wait. Ka- Kaji's the, uh, the the name of the suit. Yeah, the suit. Right. Yeah. And just go like that. I just wanted more of that. And it's a little bit of learning curve. It could have mm-hmm. been a good 15 minute montage of him yes. like fucking with the suit, trying to figure something out. I wasn't a fan of the CG fighting. Some of the fighting in this movie was very good. Mm-hmm. But some of it was this your typical DC bullshit CG fights that were just gross to watch that I'm not a fan of. We've mentioned that in, in podcasts before. I'm not crazy about. There are just some story things in this that just let it down. And it, it's a bummer because this movie had a lot of heart to it. I really liked this, the, the family aspect. I liked the neighborhood aspect. But we could have hyped that stuff up. Mm-hmm. Even more, there there could have been Blue Beetle saving some stuff in the neighborhood, and and the neighborhood like getting behind him, and it was like sixty percent of the way there. There was just some stuff that fell flat for me. Yeah, what was your score? I gave Blue Beetle. I gave it a six three, and then I was like, I really liked the heart in this movie. I really liked the the family dynamic, and and a lot of the performances, and just the whole like Latino vibe that this movie mm-hmm. has so i was like i'll give it half an extra point so six eight and then it had all the cg bullshit fighting in it that i really fucking hated <laughs> and then some of the script sloppiness so i dropped it back down to a six three so yeah. six three is what i give it I give it a six four six four okay so we're right there yeah, we're, yeah. we're very close yeah 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 imdb gave it a six one will this have had the black panther effect i just so i don't see why this was a dud as far as dc hero movies go I thought this was was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a victim of nobody knows who the fuck Blue Beetle is. Yeah. Right? Everybody's going to see The Flash, and The Flash was helped out a lot by Michael Keaton being oh, Batman yeah. and that shit. And it still right? was a dud. And it still failed. Yeah. Right? So there was. I knew when this when I saw this movie come out, I was like, this thing doesn't have a chance. This doesn't have a chance in the fucking world. 
you needed a a much bigger villain character in this movie. I felt like it was let down. That was never established either in the trailer. No. I think I saw a few. I don't recall seeing You needed you needed to get a marquee villain for this movie. You needed a Michael B. Jordan. You needed mm-hmm. a Brad Pitt, a Leo. Not not that level, but you needed some big name villain character mm-hmm. to be the bad guy in this movie. Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas would have been fucking perfect. Antonio. Oh my god. And then you don't have the white devil, white devil bullshit right? that we were talking about. That we we mentioned this a little bit in the podcast. We thought it was stupid that. This is a Latin movie. This is a Latin neighborhood, a Latin city. Mm. And then you have the main villain be a white lady. And the only one you see, really, in the whole movie. And then there's another evil white lady who's the secretary who yeah, works yeah. for the other white lady. And she's wearing all white in a white house. And I was just like... Way too is... much on the nose. If you're doing Latin, bring a Latin villain. Yeah. Give me something Give me Antonio. And just make, it, him ang- it, yes. and make him angry because of the way he was treated when he was like a kid. Or his, his dad was treated, right? He's the older brother. There's his and anger. dad leaves the company to the younger brother. Yeah. Right? And so he he felt entitled, but Dad saw that his his younger son was mm. was more giving, more family yeah. oriented, and so and he, he gave and the he company. He was still to him. angry because of the way he was treated when he came to the whatever, right? right. Like, yes. give it that. You know what I mean? Give us that. And Antonio would have been a fucking sick villain, man. The villain in this movie was not her interesting. motivation was. I didn't. Her motivation it wasn't great, and she just wasn't interesting yeah. as a villain character. I mean, that's sort of been the thing with DC movies in general. Name mm-hmm. me name me a good DC villain in a movie other than the one that I'm wearing currently. Damn it, you can't do it because it's not possible because there hasn't been one. What are you talking about? Superman was great. Martha. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Our moms have the same name. Your mom's Martha and my mom's Martha. I can't. Uh, so can't. I, I I think that's just it. It's just a, a really sick villain would have would have upped this movie a great deal. You wouldn't kill the son of Martha, would you? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Well, Rotten Tomatoes. What did Rotten Tomatoes give this movie? The critics gave it a 78%. Really? Yeah. Wow. And the fans gave it a 92. Okay. That's a little high. Mm-hmm. I think if you look at it objectively, if you can pull yourself away from the fact that it is cool that this is a, a Spanish-led movie mm. top to bottom. You've mm-hmm. got all the all the most of the main stars outside mm-hmm. of the villain are all you know uh, Mexican or Spanish heritage. The director is, the writer is, mm-hmm. all that stuff's awesome. I think that's great. We need more diversity in mainstream media mm-hmm. in general. So I think that's great. But if you can separate yourself from that and look at this movie mm-hmm. objectively, it's a six. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, that's the podcast. Thank you for all for listening. Uh, join us uh, in two weeks. Yeah, because we're going to be off for a week. Yeah. We're going to go see Don Bronco. Yes. Yes. Going to have a little adventure in, Rock Mich- on. in Michigan. Rock on. All right, y'all. See ya. See ya. I love you, Tony. Love you too, Rob. Take this fucking mask off. So fucking hot. My face itches so bad. An alien scarab chooses Jamie Reyes. I'm sorry. Let me start over. Okay. Go, I go. did what they did in the movie, which is not respectful. Mm-hmm. An alien scarab chooses... How do you say his name? Jaime. 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 Yeah. Jaime. Jaime. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cut all that out. (laughs) An alien scarab chooses Jaime Reyes to be his symbolic host, bestowing the recent college. Why why are you going Indian on me? Why? I was going Hispanic, then I went Indian, but this is written weird. 
And for a 15th time. Here we go. An alien scarab. She was a homie. Wow. It's very hard to see this mask, Robert. He's doing your Joker's thing. Do you want to know how I got these scars? My father. My wife. My wife. My wife. Didn't like the way I looked. I did. I wouldn't do the dishes. And, <laughs> and she threw a plate in my face. And, and it shattered. Shattered. My and, face. And, and it had grits on it like Al Green. And, <laughs> and I said, oh, yeah. Or anyway. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, Jamie kind of sees her. Jaime. Or, God damn it. Mm. Jaime sees her. And then uh, when Jamie, or God damn it. When Jaime catches it. Your mask is freaking me out because I don't know which eye hole to look into. Mm. Tony's mask has a stacking three set of eye, yes. eye holes. I don't know. I keep like. Hmm. You'll never know. <laughs> I'm using all of them right now. Okay. Jamie, Jaime. Oh, God. Just blah, blah. Gun, Andrew guns. Andrew grew up down the street from me. Did you know that? No. Yeah. His house is in my mom's neighborhood. Mm. Yeah. We rode the bus together. Wow. That's how we met. That's awesome. And then I drove him, drove him to school for a little bit. Look at that. Yeah. Good old fiddler. Yeah. He used to have that van. Oh, yeah. Big ass fan, uh-huh. right? Yeah. And I need to pick up a washer and dryer. And I like bought it on Craigslist for like 200 bucks, 100 bucks each. And we drove to BF fucking E to get this shit. And we're on our way there. We get lost. We do whatever. And then Andrew makes a turn, bro. And he's driving. And then we just, we hit this fucking big ass bird, bro. Like it's a goose. Pow, feathers fucking everywhere, dude. We stuffed the car. Andrew's like, it's a bad omen. <laughs> It's a bad omen. <laughs> We're lost. We just hit a bird. <laughs> you sure you want to get this washer and dryer? So we fucking, we fucking get it, bro. Take it home. And that night, I was a stretch. I install it. Uh, I go to the stretch show. And I'm like, I'm about to hop on the fucking stage. And then, like, uh, Kelia texts me. She's like, hey, that washer machine, there's no sensor to stop it. It's just flood the whole basement. Oh, no. Like, what the fuck? Oh, no. <laughs> I thought I had your, it's a bad omen. <laughs> it's a bad oh, omen. Oh, man. <laughs> like, he was he right. tried to warn you. Dude, we hit that fucking bird. It was hilarious, bro. It was just Exploded. so fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been so fucking terrified, bro. Yeah. Feathers everywhere. <laughs> Holy shit. Did we hit a swan? <laughs> I think we did hit a swan, bro. Oh, like, my God. He's like, bad omen. It's a bad omen. 